Hello and welcome back to the Mother's Empowerment Podcast. It's fall, time to go back to school. I've got some really great episodes for you as we enter this new season, and I'm sure you're going to want to tune in. I also have an upcoming workshop, and you can learn all about that on my website, isabelbridges.com. See you inside the episode. Hello and welcome to the Mother's Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Isabel Bridges, and here on this show, we dive deep into all things mothering, sistering, and humaning. Because the roles that you play are something you learned, not who you are. Let's begin. They say that laughter is the best medicine, and I have to agree. It is the best. So if this is the medicine that you're looking for, then you're going to want to make sure that you listen in on this conversation with Lauren Tatner. She is so dear and such a treasured friend. I also want to let you know that she is our mentor in October on Wednesday, the 25th at 1130 a.m. Pacific time. And if you want to learn more about that, you can go to my website, isabelbridges.com forward slash mentor convo. See you inside the episode. Hello, and welcome back to the Mother's Empowerment Podcast. And today we're live with Laura Patner, and we're going to be talking about laughter as medicine. This is something that I have had my interest peaked in for a number of years, but I have not done a deep dive. So I'm really looking forward to doing that with you, Lauren, today. Before we dive into the experiential part of the show, would you introduce yourself Let our listeners know who you are, what you do in the world, and also what empowerment means to you. Okay. Thank you, Isabel. And thank you for having me as a guest. I'm super excited to be here. I love your podcast and uh, everything that you're sharing with with the world. So it's it's an honor to be here. And I'm excited to to talk more about laughter as an exercise, um, like you mentioned. And so my name is Lauren Tatner. I practice as an attorney. I went to law school, but I also over the years have studied different, what I call wellness modalities. I studied and became a Reiki master teacher. So using with uh, energy, doing energy work, which I'm passionate and fascinated by, because I believe that everything is energy. I, uh, I also teach meditation, teach laughter as an exercise. I do clown uh, comedy. I just over the years have been studying and practicing different forms of um, of what I call the wellness arts, different ways to feel good. And so I have my, my podcast called The Law of Happy and my wellness practice called The Law of Happy. I just want to mention, it's not about, it's, it's all about um, feeling good. It's not about being happy all the time because we're human. That's not possible. We experience uh, ups and downs in life and all the different ranges of emotions and that's normal and healthy. But uh, to me, the law of happy, well, there's a whole, there's a backstory to that, which I could, we can talk about at another time, but it's all about taking a step back and going within and asking yourself, do you feel good or at peace with how you're making choices and decisions in life? And 
and how things are unfolding? Or is there something else you'd like to think about, consider, shift? And so laughter is my one of my favorite ways, or my most favorite way I could even say, to just shift my energy, to come back into alignment with who I really am, with my inner being, and to raise my vibration up and feel better and feel good. So I hope that gives a, uh, a mini intro to uh, who I am and what I do. Okay, so then what does empowerment mean to you? Okay, I love this question. Empowerment means to me, knowing and practicing, because it's always, all this is a practice um, because we're human. (laughs) And so to me, empowerment means practicing ways to feel and know that I have everything that I need within myself to feel good, to, to know what's right for me. And only I know what's right for me. And only each individual is the only person who knows what's right for for them, we, I mean, we can we can have mentors and teachers, but I think that everyone, or we should always be redirected to um, our inner self, our higher self. There are different names for it, uh, but just within, because only we know what's what's right and best for us. So empowerment means to me knowing and trusting that I have everything that I need within myself. I am whole. I am complete, just as I am, and it's a practice because we don't always feel like feel this way but empowerment is just is remembering this and finding ways to practice it and and feel it that is a perfect segue into what we're about to do next which is Lauren you're going to lead us through a little uh laughter exercise so I just would you just um preface this exercise and let our listeners know um, a little bit about laughter yoga, what it's good for, what it can't do, what its limitations are, and then we'll go into the the juice of it. Yes. Okay. I'm so excited. So, um, so laughter yoga. So it's not comedy. Okay. It's we're choosing to laugh as an exercise. So we're making the conscious choice to laugh. Not we're not relying. We're not taking laughter. Uh, we're not. But like not by chance, because oftentimes people think that they can only laugh if there's a a joke or a funny person or a funny movie, something that makes them laugh. And their mind decides, oh, this is funny. I'm going to laugh. But here we're not leaving laughter to chance. We're we're choosing to laugh as an exercise so that we because our body doesn't know the difference, whether we're laughing spontaneously because something or someone made us laugh or if we're simulating the laughter at first to um, to 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 just jump right to the laughter. As, an, as a form of exercise. So that's what laughter yoga is. We're choosing to laugh on purpose to get all of the health benefits. And in order to get all the health benefits, we have to laugh for an extended, a certain extended period of time. And it has to be a deep, hearty laugh. And with laughter yoga, we combine breathing exercises with the laughter. And it started in uh, 1995 by a medical doctor, Dr. Madan Kitaria and his wife, who is a, a traditional yoga teacher. They started this in 1995 in a park. It was the two of them and a couple of other people. And they got together to laugh. But first, they started off using jokes, the tr- you know, the traditional way of laughing using jokes. But then they ran out of jokes <laughs> or not everybody, you know, uh, was finding all the jokes funny because it's um, it depends on everyone has a different sense of humor. It comes from a different background. So then they realized that they could do different exercise exercises to simulate the laughter and just 
bypass the 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 mind and just jump mm. right into the laughter exercises. And it's become a worldwide movement. Uh, people from so many countries all over the world are are practicing laughter as an exercise. And it's just, uh, I've been doing this for, for years now. And I just remain so excited by, um, by the benefits and the power of laughter. And uh, so that's just a brief intro to, um, to laughter yoga. So we combine, yeah. And it's all about waking up our inner child, just allowing ourselves to be open and free. And so all I, all I ask or, or tell people is that you, all you need is an open mind, really. It, it will most likely <laughs> feel silly or strange at first. And so that's okay. That's normal. I know it was, it was strange and awkward for me at first to, uh, to just start laughing as, as an exercise, but you just have an open mind and just be gentle with yourself like any practice and just know that it's okay if the laughter doesn't flow at first and you don't want to overexert yourself. Just, just go with what feels right for you and, uh, and your body. And so I could, maybe we can just do a, a simple a laughter exercise to, um, to start so I can show you, we can experience what I'm. Uh, I, I just want to add one. Yeah. Cause it's not really a performative art, right? It's for yourself. No. Exactly. So, it's, 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 yeah, I just want to name my nervousness because I am feeling a little bit like, oh, uh, on stage, and I'm sitting in my throne of personal empowerment and sovereignty. But I want to name the, the um, nervousness that comes up for me and may come up for others when it comes to laughter. Um, which just feels a little silly, but is true, you know? Oh, yeah. Thank you for, for bringing this up and mentioning it. And uh, it's so important to acknowledge because especially as adults, I think at some point as we grow up, we're, we're sort of, we're taught to, I think, maybe not to belly laugh, <laughs> not to have the laughter just flow anywhere. You know how kids, they, they just, they run and laugh. And then, but we don't, we don't really continue doing that as adults, <laughs> you know, just running around laughing, um, which would be fun, but it's not really socially acceptable. That's why laughter yoga is, um, it creates a great safe space to, to allow yourself to just practice letting the laughter flow again, like we probably did as uh, most of us did as kids. And so, yes, it's so normal as adults to feel nervous to, to just start doing that again and I and, and you know what the first time that I tried laughter yoga it was when I got certified I just I felt I knew from my memories as a kid how laughter helped me so much I was such a I don't like to label myself but just just so that you can get an idea I was a super shy and anxious introverted child with big emotions and I, I didn't um laughter laughter just just helped me so much uh with dealing with all of that uh, the anxiety as a kid and, and my, my shyness as a kid, it helped me so much. And, but then I stopped laughing. Uh, I thought I had to be serious as an older kid in high school. And as I uh, then continued on from there, so I stopped letting the laughter flow. I didn't go to comedy movies and friends of mine would look over at me and say, you didn't like the movie. And I was like, I did. They're like, why didn't you laugh? <laughs> I just wasn't, the, the laughter wasn't flowing anymore. And I, I didn't know why. And it's, yeah, that's okay. I don't, you know, <laughs> it's a whole other topic, but, but it wasn't flowing anymore. And, but I remembered how important the laughter was for me as, as a kid in, in primary or elementary school. 
And uh, so when I did my certification to become a laughter yoga um, uh, leader, as an adult, my certification was my first experience with laughter yoga because I, 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 I hadn't gone to a workshop before getting certified. I basically tried it for the first time during my certification. But why mentioning this is because I remember my first laughter exercises. I was, I, th- I, I actually thought I was going to cry. I, I was feeling overwhelmed with how uncomfortable at first I felt with having the laughter flow because I hadn't, I wasn't used to it. And I hadn't done it as a, since I was a kid. And I was, and I was thinking, what's wrong with me? Like I was having these, these um, uh, old stories, like, or, 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 you know, it come into my mind where I was like, why, why can't I do this? What's wrong with me? And I, and it was a great practice just with that, to be gentle on myself, to be gentle with myself. And so thank you for mentioning, bringing this up because such important reminders for everything in life as we try something new and especially well, we're talking about laughter now and going into it oh yes we have please you know let's be gentle with ourselves and even today like some days my laughter will flow more easily and some days it won't and and the days that it won't that's okay and I just remind myself okay maybe I'm feeling a little bit more tired maybe I got a little less sleep whatever it is it's okay and to just just to play with 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 them however it flows and comes and to be okay with that. So, so normal, <laughs> so normal because mm-hmm. I can, I can relate to, to feeling nervous when I first tried it. And then even today, kind of at first having a reaction, like why isn't it flowing today? Like it did yesterday, but every day is different and great practice to, to be gentle with ourselves. Okay. So let's okay. dive in. I'm ready. Okay. So, okay. I'm excited. So I'll start. Uh, What I'm going to do for this laughter introduction game is I'm going to say my name and then uh, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you a favorite, a favorite TV show that I loved as a kid. Okay. And then I'm going to laugh. And then you're going to, when I start laughing, you join me and our listeners, viewers can join us and laugh, laugh with us. Great. Okay. So this is just, just to, just to laugh as an exercise. Again, it's not comedy. It's just to allow the laughter to start to start coming out and flowing as it as it will at your own pace. Okay, so I'll start. So my name is Lauren and my favorite show as a child was Today's Special. <laughs> Now this is not part of the exercise, but okay. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for laughing with me. Yeah. Oh, and I forgot to mention, you know, um, <laughs> but but I, you did it because your laughter, your laughter flowed, and it. And uh, but what can be helpful too is before we laugh, it it can be very helpful to take a a breath in and then allow the laughter to to start to flow on the on the exhale just so you have some air in your lungs <laughs> to then release mm-hmm. on the exhale. So how, um, yeah, that was great. Thank you for laughing with me. Yeah. And 
Are you ready for, for your turn? Okay, yes. Okay, so I do the same thing? Yeah, so you'll say your name, and if there was some type of show that you were excited about when you were a kid. Okay, okay. Um, I'm Isabel, and my favorite show as a kid was Full House. (gasps) (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. I don't know if you have water nearby. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) so how do you, I mean, that was just one exercise. It was, uh, it was great. First of all, that's amazing. Just to, to, you know, to do um, a laughter exercise. It's, it's, it is huge. I remember that it was for me. It's, it's, uh, it can seem simple, but it's it's not something that we're familiar with or used to practicing. And we've got to be, you know, we're, we're putting ourselves out there by doing this and uh, for our well-being. And mm-hmm. it's um, it's amazing. So just being open to the idea, being open to trying it and to see what happens. That's really good. What came up for me? Please. Yes. I found it quite easy. Um, I found it... Uh, there was a push to do it. So it wasn't actually funny. I like made myself do it. Um, but which I was willing to, I'm also in a pretty joyful uh, season in life where I feel a lot of like uh, buoyancy and even like effervescence. I'm just in like a happy season of life. So I think that came through for me. I wonder if I was in a different type of season if it would come as easily. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. And um, it's interesting. I mean, um, I love hearing different, because everyone's different and I love, it's helpful and, and uh, to hear different people's experiences. And uh, so thank you for sharing that. And it's a good question. You know, just the other day, I mean, I don't know if this will, and everyone's different and you can, you know, try this when you're feeling uh, like you're in a, a different season or in a different mood. And, you know, I've had situations where I felt like at the, let's say more bottom end of the emotional scale. I see emotions as um, on a spectrum or a scale where the, the very, uh, the lower vibration and they're all, there's no good, bad, like they're all important emotions and we experience the whole range and, and, uh, but I just know that when I felt more at the um, lower <laughs> end of the uh, emotional ladder of scale, like feeling extremely overwhelmed, let's say, mm-hmm. and I've tried to use laughter and we can't bounce right up from feeling completely overwhelmed and, you know, exhausted and like, kind of like we can't move to feeling pure bliss. It's, it's I don't believe that's a possible uh, quantum leap that, that we can just make. We've got to work our way up gradually mm-hmm. uh, up the emotional scale. And so I find that laughter when I, when I've done the laughter, when I'm feeling, feeling so overwhelmed and just like my laughter would be like this, like, <laughs> like at first, like, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. and just sort of simulating, like getting my diaphragm moving with, with those sounds. And, and um, 
I found that it got me to, to move up the emotional scale quite a bit. And I remember then going, you know, seeing somebody who had just seen me, seeing me look completely overwhelmed. Then I went to do my laughter exercises. The person saw me again and was like, oh my God, you look like, you look like, like you, like your regular self or, or like a totally different in just a short amount of time. It, it's that's why laughter is, oh, I get so excited about it because it, it's such a, um, great hack or a great, pretty quick way to, to shift our, our vibration uh, upwards in a relatively short period of time. So, mm. so it will be interesting to try it. Yes. At another point when, if you're feeling, you know, mm-hmm. in a different place, differently. It there works like a meditation practice where when my, when I start to think, when my you know, thoughts wander and I come back to my breath or my point of focus, that is the meditation. It's just doing it over and over again. So it's not the, the point of laughter yoga isn't necessarily to like reach this high end of the emotional scale. It's to literally just do it. Keep taking the medicine, right? Exactly. Yes, exactly. And we even have like a, uh, a laughter meditation where um, after at the end of, of quite a few laughter sessions that I've done or been to attended myself, we just uh, the participants, uh, we lie on the we lie on the floor. Uh, I'm picturing a, a common one that I've done, like where everybody we form a circle like people. This was especially before, yeah when people were doing a lot more. I do sessions online, but this is mm-hmm. like for an in-person session where people would lie with their heads towards the, um, the center and just, you know, close their eyes, place, place your hands on your on your diaphragm area and just just allow the laughter to to flow like just to like huh, like and then it, it just see how it flows and uh, doing laughter is a meditation and then we would stop laughing and just sit and lie in the silence um oh it's just it's just beautiful so yes we have different forms of laughter meditation too i love it i love it okay so we just had this like embodied experience of laughter. Can you tell us a little bit more about um, how we might use this form of yoga in our day-to-day life? Yes. So my gosh, we can use it um, for, for, you know, all the, all the, for anything in our day-to-day life, you know, what comes to mind is uh, just, just something like a a day-to-day thing that just like a regular day thing that I was doing. I had to I didn't have a chance to, let's say, I usually like to meditate or to focus on my breathing uh, first thing in the morning. But you know what? I can't always, I don't always <laughs> have a chance to remember to do it. I'm human. And so sometimes I forget to do that before I go on with the rest of my day. I do find that focusing on my breathing and uh, doing like even a five minute meditation for myself will allow the rest of my day to un- unfold and flow in, a, in, a, in an easier, harmonious way. But like I said, I'm human. I remember recently a particular day where I, I didn't have a chance to do that. I ran, did what I had to do at home with my um, with my toddlers, with work, and I ran out for an appointment. And I just found that things were not unfolding, flowing. Like there was, I was caught in traffic. I was, let's say, late to my appointment. I was just, it was like one thing after the after the next. And I then I st- got myself, I, I started telling myself, oh my gosh, this is how the rest of the day is going to mm-hmm. unfold. And nothing's working. Like, and I started having the, going kind of this downward, spiral and and I was telling myself nothing's working and that's what sure that's what was mm. happening nothing was working because that's what I was feeling and telling myself so I remember calling um a laughter buddy of mine 
because we have a beautiful laughter community and uh, it can be so helpful to call up a laughter friend to just, you know, we can laugh together on the phone or just have a reminder of like, okay, you know what, laugh now. So my laughter buddy, um, in this case, it happened to be my my mom. We <laughs> is one of my laughter buddies. And I just, I, I called her because she was babysitting my twins. And I said, I, you know, I'm going to be late. Nothing's unfolding or flowing. And she said to me, you know what, laugh. And I was like, like, and I, and I know this, but no matter what we teach or what we know, it's, yeah. we, we need reminders. Um, you know, it, it's just, it's, it's helpful because sometimes we can get so caught up in the, in the, um, in our, in our own emotions and the, with the, let's say our downward spiral. So my mom reminded me just laugh. And I thought laugh, like, I was like, Oh yeah. Like it, it may like, you know, intellectually, I knew that that'd be helpful, but I was like, so she started to, to laugh. It wasn't, we weren't laughing at the situation, but she, you know, she started to laugh. And then I started to laugh. Like I, like I kind of um, gave you an example of before I, my laugh at this point, cause I was not feeling great. So it was like, huh, huh, huh. <laughs> just getting, just, just um, trying to simulate the laughter the best that I could. But then hearing my mother's laughter, which was uh, becoming contagious for me. And I was like, my laughter picked up. <laughs> you know what I started? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, <laughs> And then we were just both, and I'm thinking, this is so ridiculous. I'm on the, I'm on like a busy street. I mean, I'm on the sidewalk yeah. walking on a busy street, just come out of an appointment where they told me to leave. Cause like, I, <laughs> it was late. I had to go somewhere else. Oh. And I was like, and then I'm just laughing. And I'm just, we're laughing at the, but first we were just laughing as an exercise, but then, then I was just laughing at the absurdity of it, you know? And, and uh, so we did that. And then I, I, uh, carried on you know I got back into my car and uh drove to the next place I had to be and I couldn't believe how the next thing how the next place that I had to be everything just opened up and flowed like um you know there was no lineup and I was able to to be seen right away and then as soon as I got there I looked behind me like there's a, a huge I don't even know where those people have come from but all this to say it was like it felt like magic like everything just flowed like it, it was a 180 uh, and it was, and it was late in the day, Isabel, because I'm saying this because I used to think that in order to, um, to, to have things slow, I thought like, oh my gosh, like put this pressure on myself that I've got to do these uh, practices, you know, like, I don't know, like seven o'clock in the morning or as early as possible, which, which is helpful, you know, cause maybe I could have you know, avoided the other things, but it's okay. We can still, even if we can only do a practice later on in the day, we can still save our day or still have the rest of our day flow and unfold in a yeah. love most about this story tell me <laughs> oh my gosh is that your mom didn't say oh just be grateful just be happy because she I mean it it, it really indicates what I know to be true that the action comes before the feeling we so uh, that's like one of my the pillars of empowerment for me is that we often think the feeling comes before the action, but it's actually the action that comes before the feeling. And so you laughed and that lifted your spirits. You didn't need your spirits to be lifted before. Right. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and a hundred percent. Thank you for, for, for highlighting this. Um, yeah, I was super thankful that um, that my mom, yes, exactly, just got us right into the laughing. I didn't, when I called her, I I, I didn't know. Anyway, it, it, everything worked out. I was so glad that I had taught my mom about the laughter. She's one of my laughter buddies. And it's so, it's so nice to have a community. Um, I have a 
you know, we have, we have a huge laughter community and so super helpful. And like you said, it was, I did the action, simulated the laughter. It it lifted my spirit. It lifted my, my, uh, it it shifted my energy completely, which allowed everything else in, in my experience to, to shift. I wouldn't, where I was before, I wasn't on that, uh, higher vibration where I could have allowed what I wanted to flow into my experience. I was on a lower vibration, which is okay. You know, um, it, it's, it's all because this was, the, and this was a great experience because it taught me so much. It taught me like, I mean, you know, what, what, what I've, what we've just discussed about this, this experience and story. It, I'm thankful for the experience and for what it taught me. So mm. it, it all, it all is, it all worked out. And it was a great reminder for me, uh, as well yes going right to the action yeah I also want to say something about uh this term that I think I invented um and also stole from architecture and it's this word sistering so it's you know in architecture sistering is when one beam comes in to support the other beam it's not doing the work for the other beam it's just giving it a little bit extra support so your mom really came in and sistered you. I turned this noun sister into a verb. You know, she sistered you, she supported you, but it was only because you had this shared vocabulary and knowledge around laughter. And I love that part of community when you're in community, you know, whether it's a laughter community or a, you know, whatever type of community, you have this shared language. And for me, my community is sisterhood. And so I have this shared language with my sisters. So I want you, if when you're listening to this, and if it made a big difference to you, dear listener, to share it with a friend so that you and she can have this shared language around laughter so that the next time either of you are maybe on a downward spiral yourself, you can, you know, ask, you know, you can say, can you laugh with me? And you'll both know what that means. And you'll both know that this is not me fixing you. This is not me making you wrong. This is me just like sistering you, just being that beam that offers that extra support. Oh, I love, thank you, Isabel. I, and I love that term and how you turned it into um a verb, like you said, right? Uh, it, it's so important, yeah, to 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 have that support, that community, and where we're we're redirected back within ourselves. Like you said, it's not anybody doing anything for us. It's 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 about um, accessing everything that we have within ourselves. But but having the the support and reminders and ah, uh, oh, I, I love this, and it's reminded me of of you know one of my. Um, Laughter friends, uh, she, it was even online. She posted on Facebook. She said, is any, she posted within a, our laughter community group. And she said, is anyone free right now to, to just laugh? I had never done that. Uh, you know, I've never seen that uh, on, on Facebook before, but I was so excited. I said, you know, unavailable. So she called me on Facebook. We just, she just, we just uh, on, on Messenger and we just both laughed yeah. for a minute together and then hung up. <laughs> And it just, um, it just was so mutually beneficial. Like it, it helped me with the rest of my day, helped her with the rest of her day. And it was a nice bonding experience. And I, yeah, and I had never met this person in person yet, but I feel like, you know, 
feel like we go way back because we laugh together. It creates such a beautiful bond and connection. And belonging and yes, sense of being understood. Yes. So we're coming to the end of our time. So will you just let our listeners know where they can learn more about you, about your work? Yes. Thank you. So I have a, a website. It's um, for my wellness practice, including my podcast. Uh, it's called law, L-A-W, of happy.com. And my podcast is the same name, Law of Happy, and uh, it's available on, you can watch it on YouTube and uh, or on any podcast app. And I interview different people, uh, whether it's, it's, I interview some people who teach laughter as well. And we do laughter exercise. It's, it's a combination of uh, interactive laughter exercises. So we, we practice the um, laughing together because it's all about doing it and practicing it. It's fun to do it together. And then hearing different people's journeys and inspiring stories and how laughter has helped them. I have quite a few uh, uh, interviews up where uh, people share of how laughter literally saved their lives, uh, whether it was uh, because of chronic, um, some type of illness or, you know, including uh, depression or, or, or any other type of illness or, di- or disease. And, um, and also, for, you know, people talk about how it helped them with other, other any, any issue. I'm just, I'm hesitating because they're just, it, it's helped people in so many ways uh, for so many, with so many different types of, of issues. It's just helped them. And we're not laughing at any, um, we're not laughing at any serious situation or issue. And if somebody is being followed by uh, a medical doctor and taking medication, you know, you continue, people continue doing what they have to do to feel um, healthy and good. And, and what their uh, medical practitioner is, is advising them to do. The laughter is, um, is complimentary is is something else that can be ben- hugely beneficial and i also like to mention if anyone has any um uh concerns if if laughter depending because everyone's situation is different you can always run it by your your medical practitioner ask you know you can ask if you have any concerns if, if laughter would be a safe because it is a form of exercise there is a cardio component to it mm-hmm. and so uh cardio wise um or or if you have any questions you can always ask your doctor, but I believe in general, it, it's a great complimentary uh, beneficial exercise to, to boost our, our energy, shift our vibration and to, to feel good. So, but to answer your, your question, people can find my podcast, Law of Happy on YouTube, um, anywhere online, you can Google it. And, uh, the show notes for this episode as well. Okay. So you. my last question, which I ask all my guests is, What's the next empowering action you'd like to invite our listeners to take? Okay. I'd like you to, okay, my gosh, uh, so many ideas and thoughts are going through my mind, but I'm trying to just narrow it down to one and, uh, and say it. So what I'd like you to do is I'm wondering, and, and uh, you can do it alone. You can do it, um, with your child, you can do it alone or with somebody. What you can do is you can just take a breath because I believe everything comes down to, like you were saying before, you know, um, breathing. And so I think something that can just allow you to, to go within and to connect back with yourself and to feel grounded is taking, just take, you can close your eyes if it's safe for you to close your eyes if you're not driving. <laughs> you could take a deep, close your eyes, take a deep breath in. 
and you can either just exhale um, in different ways. Um, I like to sometimes exhale in, in the form of a hum. So I take a deep breath in. And then I, and then I hum on the exhale. I find it, it makes me feel like I'm tuning myself like, it, like an instrument. I feel the vibration going through me and it, it, it allows me to, to um, feel calm, relaxed and grounded. So that's one thing I was, cause I, but I was also, so you can do that if somebody's feeling like extra wild and crazy or just extra, um, um, I don't know, adventurous. You can take a deep breath in mm-hmm. and you can laugh on the exhale. So you take a deep breath in. <laughs> laugh as, as you exhale. And, and so many benefits to laughing. One of the many benefits is, is it allows your body to release extra stale air, like extra air that was stored in your lungs. So, so um, it just gets it out, flushes it out. So that's another. So I, I, I like those two exercises to, to just feel grounded, to come within and I feel it's a form of feeling and being empowered. Yes, I love that. Thank you for both of those. Those are so good. And listener, if you want to, if it's in your joy, feel free to reach out to both Lauren and I um, and let us know how these empowering invitations worked out for you. Okay, Lauren, thank you for being here with me today. See you next time. Thank you so much, Isabel. Bye. You've been listening to the Mother's Empowerment Podcast. That's all for today, my friends. And here's what I want you to remember. Empowerment is an inside job. The only one who can empower you is you. Today's episode was produced by Brendan Lindsay. Intro and outro music are by Matthew Randolph. I'm Isabel Bridges, author of Daddy Daughter Day. I'm also the founder of the Mother's Empowerment Sisterhood. You can learn more about my work and join the sisterhood at isabelbridges.com. offering a 50% off discount for a limited time only. So check it out today, isabelbridges.com.